0: This is a show for grown-ups.
1: And they say bad words.
0: And they say bad words.
1: Say final warning.
0: Final warning.
1: Welcome everybody to another exciting episode of the Pod of Blunders. Today we're doing an actual play. A ho-ho holiday actual play. For all you good little whatevers. Today we're playing a game called Santa. But... I am the DM for today. My name is Nate Magnuski. I'm joined, of course, by Richard Sullivan. Hello. Liam Bolger and Ryan Bolger. Um, we haven't picked our Santa Clauses yet. I wrote a D12 list of the weird Santa Clauses we can be. Uh, we're all going to roll on this. The is, there Clauses, a, is there a sexual Santa Claus in here? I can neither confirm nor deny there being a sexual Santa Claus. All right, um, Liam, you want to start us off by rolling a D12? Yeah, yeah. purple dye, D12. I'm going to roll up
2: my monster manual right on the face of this. I was going to call it a behemoth, but it's a beholder. Uh, I got a sexy eight,
1: because when you think of sex, you think of eight. What'd I get? Okay, Liam, you're Santa Claus, <laughs> but you're actually made of ill-fitting off-brand Lego.
2: Wait, I'm, I'm base. So wait, I'm, I'm fucking Duplex? I'm like Duplo? Uh,
1: yeah, you're like Duplo or Mega Bloks, or Creo, even worse. <laughs> I make... I'm, I'm made of that. You're entirely made up of ill-fitting off-brand Lego. Shit, does that, does that mean I have to
2: give children? I'll let you explain the rules, but I'm like, I'm curious. Do I have to give children Legos?
1: You don't. Every Santa has a magical sack that they can draw from to solve problems and to ultimately give a gift to a child. When you're giving your gift to your child, it'll, it'll come out perfect. Whatever you, whatever you grab will come out. Any other time you need to roll a decent, and then what you roll determines how successful you are at pulling out what you want.
2: See, I'm, I'm picturing my Santa, and all I can think of myself is basically in some form of like shitty stop play animation
1: yeah yep like, oh yo guys <laughs> so that's you it's yes, your right. standard bad. bed um ryan why don't you go next one you are made up of 17 pigeons trapped in a burlap man costume i want p- <laughs> i want the pigeons i want the pigeons <laughs> it's
2: a pigeon it's like a homeless santa <laughs> <laughs> The well, picture is, like, a Santa suit covered in grease and, like, just random dumpster sludge. <laughs> yes. You, you look like parking lot snow. Oh, you know
3: it. I mean, it's covered with little tufts of feather, dirt, and just white bird shit.
1: Eleven. You are a golden retriever that is really, really, really good at basketball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> did you walk by your collection of movies and go
2: that's a santa that's a santa
3: right
1: i just let my mind go to a fugue state and started writing things down I ollie what do you have the in the to toy chest? Hat.
2: oh you have you have duplo blocks all right <laughs> hey, fucking santa
1: Claus. <laughs> i was at work for this it was good stuff liam you'll get kid number one is he a little shit uh all you know is their name and their age what's his name anthony Oh,
2: oh, that! Oh, that's a shitty name and a shitty age. All right, Tony, let's see what you want for Christmas.
1: (laughs) Right, Ryan, you have Julie. She is nine. Take away Liza. Liza, she's thirteen. Okay.
0: Why? Why does everybody?
2: Why does everybody get like a normal, like happy kid age, and I get the fucking depressed teenager?
1: I hope you like Legos. You don't have to give things associated with what kind of Santa Claus you are. Whenever you want to do something, anything that might have a risk of failure, you roll a D six. On a one to two, you fail outright, and you've made everything markedly worse. Do I get a new kid? <laughs> no, it's not like you kill the kid. <laughs> well, no, I'm like I'm like, burying him in Legos.
2: I'm like fuck. All right, now it's now it's now it's Emily's house, or am I like trying to make it good with Tony?
1: You guys are all in the same house. Oh, we're oh get the you're f- all in oh. the same house. This is all your brothers and sisters. So anyway, 1 to 2, you fail. Uh, 3 to 4 is a middling success. You get what you want, but things get a little more complicated and weird. 5 to 6 is a success. You did everything good. You also all have a magical Santa sack. And at any point, you can reach into this and try to pull something out. The more complex the thing is you're trying to get, the harder it is to pull out of your sack. So like, if you want like a simple thing, like I want a snowball or a piece of string, you have to roll a 2 or above. If you want to roll something harder, like... Uh, a torch, some snacks, something more specific. It's a three or above. Something complicated like anything alive, anything electrical, anything bigger than the sack, that's a four or above. And if you want to roll anything magical like Santa's sleigh or reindeer or something like that, you have to roll a six. Okay. All right. Whenever you try to do something and you roll a one, the noise level goes up in the house. If the noise level reaches 8, so if you roll eight ones through the course of this adventure, the parents are awake, and you've got to figure something out to deal with them. If it ever reaches 10, the kids wake up, the game immediately ends, you have to give them a gift right away and get the fuck out. And then at the end of the game, you see the kids reacting to the presents on Christmas morning, and you find out how good you did. Okay. All right? That's the entirety of the rules. Wicked simple game. I think we have everything we need to start. I think we right. do. Let me get my narrator voice. A light snow is falling, and the thin light of a crescent moon is hardly enough to see by, despite the blanket of white on the ground. The neighborhood is very McMansion heavy, and the house you find yourself in front of is no different. A white picket fence, bedecked with a garland of poinsettias and white LED lights, surrounds a sizable front yard of expensive but tacky Christmas inflatables. The house itself is two stories tall, with an attached two-car garage. It's clad in natural shingles, and the shutters are white. The front of the house has a lovely porch with a balcony above, leading to two doors on the second floor. From your vantage point, there is also a sizable backyard, though it's hard to make out anything in the darkness. A bright red mailbox catches your eyes. It reads, 77 Dogwood Drive, The Hull Family. How do you guys arrive?
2: Uh, I do like the two-tar garage. I'm curious on how that works.
1: (laughs) Um, Fuck you. (laughs) You know my tongue is haunted. Shut up.
2: So I show up in three frames per second Uh, (laughs) uh, with reindeer who's obviously changing into a different reindeer in each frame because their legs need to move. Um, And I show up in my off-brand Lego um, outfit with my lego sack and i have a santa hat but it's cracked like all 80s at lego toys
1: excellent ryan i i <laughs> let her in with a <laughs> 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 all right and richard
0: since since Airbuds attempted every other sport i'm going to come in, in a bobsled with three other golden retrievers uh, and come crashing into the front uh, mailbox.
1: All right, I'm gonna need you to roll for that.
2: Oh my god, no!
0: Three.
1: <laughs> all right, you crash into the mailbox. It's fairly loud. Uh, you see a light go on across the street. You need to get into this house pretty quickly, or at least get out of sight. What do you guys do? All of us, or
0: you're all together?
2: I'm made you out wanna... of fucking. I'm made out of fucking Legos. I'm just gonna stand on the front lawn and just hold hold like statue.
0: Uh, we run that's into cool. the open two tar garage I'm gonna hit you so bad. <laughs>
3: the
1: garage is locked
3: because I am a, a suit full of pigeons uh I'm going to try to flutter my way Christ. to the <laughs> flutter my way to the roof and try to make my way down a chimney. Is there a chimney
1: there is there is a chimney <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. I think you flutter up no problem. Uh, you're on the roof. The chimney feels cool. It doesn't seem like there's any fire in there, which is nice. All right, so <laughs> is anyone following him, or are you all going to find your own way in?
2: Well, am I, am I safe from the neighbors pretending to be a, a, like a, a front yard toy?
1: I think that's a great idea. So, yeah, I think you're, you managed that perfectly.
2: Sweet. Now can I break into the house? <laughs> yes. All right, I try the front door.
1: All right, as you reach for it, you walk up to the porch. Small manicured topiaries flank the front steps. A wooden swing sways in the slight breeze, its chains creaking gently. A full Christmas wreath hangs on the door, and it's partially obscuring a sticker that says this house is protected by Watchman Security Co. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or what what kind of door is it? Is it like the like the fancy doors that kinda of have the glass or is it like That's exactly it. It's it's exactly it. Can I can I see anything to like
1: the glass, like a like an alarm thing? Yeah, there's a there's an alarm panel right next to the glass on the Does left it- side of the door. To my eyes, does it look like it's armed? It's blinking. Um, why don't you roll it for me? See how smart you are with locks. I'll um, tell you what. I'm made, out of,
2: I'm made out of blocks, and that rhymes with locks. That's a good point. Roll 2d6. I fucking rolled a 6. Oh, yeah. It's not armed. You're good. Oh, I tried the door to open it. I'm not very graceful. I will let you know that. You do have a magical sack. You have infinite uses of your magic sack. So with my dumb Lego face and Lego smile, by the way, it never changes the entire time. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just that face. I punch
1: through the window door to unlock it from the other side. I'm going to say that increases the noise of the house by one, because that's loud as fuck. Because the six was a success. So you saw that and you were like, kick in the window, fuck this, boom. Not kicking, just like oh, awkward
2: yeah. three frames per second body shift. And my hand goes through the fucking window and I just uh, uh, unlock. You're able to unlock the door
1: and you know, it swings open.
2: So now you can come in. I'm in and I close the door behind me. Richard, what are you doing?
0: Uh, I will reach into my sack and pull out a WNBA basketball. And using my sports experience, I'm going to slam dunk from the street through into the chimney.
1: Okay. Let's have you roll for that. All right. So it's a five. Five. You're good. Five. It's perfect. You you jump up, and you hear somewhere in the background saying, Huh, I guess the dog can play basketball, mysteriously in the night. <laughs> As you jam down, land on top of your pigeon friend, and slip down the chimney.
3: I'm leaving shit stains and smears all through that chimney.
2: Wait, how many pigeons is he in a coat? <laughs> a is it 30? It was a number. Let me see. That's a that's, that's a that's a fucking packed
1: fucking yeah. Seventeen <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> so, <laughs> <didn't you? laughs> so let's go with Richard and Ryan. Um, you guys are entering down the chimney. Ryan, as you kind of peel your way out of this hearth, you are standing in a great room. So there's a large fake tree festooned with a hundred too many lights. It's in the corner, surrounded by presents. Presents and a sleeping little girl, about nine years old. There's a red plush sectional curling around the hearth, the stockings are hung up around the chimney, and there's a plate of cookies and milk by the mantle, totally undisturbed.
3: Cookies and milk, you say? Uh, yeah. I'm going for those cookies and milk. I'm, my pigeons are hungry and they want some cookies.
1: <laughs> don't get too excited because they're just Oreos. They, they really seem to cheap out on this, but...
3: Uh, don't they're... forget where... Oh, go ahead.
2: As as gonna say, you're essentially fucking sky rats. So
3: exactly. We, we want them Oreos. That's all that's right. some good shit.
1: They're all your Oreos. So I don't I don't want to picture you eating these because it's, it's just a horrifying crunch and flapping sound, and I just don't want to think about it too hard. Crunching, <laughs> flapping, and shitting. and just oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. All right, so you're eating that. Um, while you're eating that, you notice that wrapped in this little girl's arms is some kind of gray, lumpy, well-loved stuffed animal. So hold that thought. I'm going to jump over to Richard real quick. Uh, off-brand Air Bud, as you come down the chimney with your basketball in your mouth, your keen dog nose picks up the scent of things burned that aren't just logs in the fireplace. So as you're kind of nosing around, you find spent matches, like you might imagine, but also pictures of kids from middle school and bits of paper with writing on them, talking about how fire is beautiful and powerful and how it needs to sweep over the world and clean everything.
0: I said, so I've got a real bedwetter of a kid, huh?
1: Only one way to find out. Maybe it's a red herring. Ooh. Uh, Ryan, what are you going to do? How, do? how are you going to figure out what this gray, lumpy, stuffy horror thing is? What are you going to do?
3: Um, so we're going to go take a peek. Uh, I would like to eject one of my many pigeons. Um oh. And, Why uh, did you use that word? Have it, <laughs> I don't like that. And have it, have it creep its way up to take a peek at this uh, stuffed animal.
2: His Santa's coat is moist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. So your disgusting slack mouth hangs open wider, darkly, and out flaps the bravest of pigeons or the pigeon closest to the head. I don't know how they were picked. <laughs> On a sectional flap down to the floor. And make their way over to this this quietly sleeping little girl in her tiny sleeping bag. And you see that this thing was, at least at one time, a chinchilla. But it's just been loved to death. So you're in the great room. Uh, to the north is a screened-in porch. To the west is a kitchen and a little breakfast area. Uh, to the southwest, if you want to get really specific, there's a stairs going up to the second floor. And then down the hall, all the way to the south, is where you see Lego Santa, which is Kool-Aid Man through the fucking glass door. So we're going to jump over to Liam. Liam, you're in the foyer. You, you know your compatriots are in the, a room up north there. To your left is a formal dining room, and to your right, it looks like a study or a library. What right. are you doing, bud? Let me exciting. tell you more about the foyer. I'm sorry, I, I should start with that. Yeah,
2: yeah, Tell me about this foyer, by the way.
1: It's relatively small. The only thing of note in here is a piece of furniture. It's one of those like bougie shoe and coat organizers. But it's like its own little bench. And okay. opens up where you put your shoes, and there's a bunch of different coats hanging okay. up for all the different family.
2: So this family got money. Yeah, yeah. He's 16, and so I'm playing. I guess my own game in my head right now, and I'm assuming, and I'm like literally, I just want to give this kid a PS5 and just leave, and I and I think I would win automatically.
1: Yeah, yeah that's uh, pretty sweet.
2: But I only have two directions to go. I only have um, study, and I have
1: the what was the other room. The dining room. I mean, you can go anywhere in the house, you're not, but this is just what's near you right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like looking for like a living room kind of area. Well, the living room is up where the great, it's the great room. It's just, they, they're bougie. So again, they don't call it the living room. They call it a great room.
2: Oh, shit. Oh, that's stupid.
1: Oh, let's,
2: uh, I want to go, uh, I want to go upstairs, but I want to go upstairs, um, walking, uh, Legs not moving, just basically going like corner to corner edge, like shitty animation style. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. So as you get to the stairs, you see into the great room, you see your compatriots there. Are you guys following upstairs?
3: Yeah, I'm going to follow. Yeah, that's I, you know, I, I get my first clue and I'm, I'm feeling good. You're going to hear that purr, purr, purr. maybe a little peck at your Legos as I follow behind.
2: <laughs> I give you a smile. Because I can't change my expression.
3: <laughs> just the just the worst painted on smile.
1: <laughs> Why did you guys pick the fucking creepiest shits I wrote? Why don't I write some creepy shit? I don't know. That's all on you. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. And Richard, are you staying? Are you going to explore down here?
0: Uh, no, I want to go up to Liza's room and explore. Mm, all
2: righty. All right. So if I'm, I'm in the lead in the stairs, right? Yes, sir. So I bring up my off-brand L-shaped hand and I, <laughs> and like, I search, uh motion to, to them to make sure they're quiet.
1: <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Quietly, you walk up these, the carpeted stairs, and the kind of carpet that, like, is just too thick for the stairs, but it's very fancy, but it's also fucking dangerous. I hate it. I hate carpeted <laughs> stairs. I fell down some stairs recently. <laughs> <'cause I didn't laughs> get it. Second floor. There are one, two, three, four bedrooms up here, and all the doors are shut. There's a fifth door to the far left. Who's going where?
2: Alright, so Resident Evil Mansion main hallway. Gotcha. Alright, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, pretty
1: go. Mm, where would a teenager
2: like to be? Where would a teenager like to be? You know what? Screw it, I'm going fifth door.
1: Fifth door.
2: I'm going I'm going I'm going mysterious door.
1: So you open the door, it immediately hits some mess in here. It's an uncontrolled riot of board games, toys, movies, video games, just a bunch of garbage toys. It's a rec room for kids. This is where they they allow the kids to just live and run free. There's a fold-out couch made up like a bed, um, and it's empty. Whoever's sleeping here isn't here right now. A suitcase nearby spills its contents across the floor. It's all closed for a fit, college-aged girl. Makeup. A couple of things of party drugs, some ecstasy, that kind of stuff. Is Anthony a girl? No, a boy. He is a boy. So this isn't his room. This looks like someone who's crashing here. Ooh. Yeah, hey, I'm.
2: Masters. No, 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 no. I'm all about. I'm all about mystery gifts. I'm still. I'm gonna give this child a gift because I'm that kind of Santa. Um,
1: okay, you gotta reach into your sack. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna. I'm gonna reach into my. I'm gonna reach into my sack. I leave her a Fago Creator 59-piece uh, Lego <laughs> set uh, that says 18-plus on it, and I put it on on the
1: mattress with a nice bow. So I'm going to have to have you go ahead and roll me a D6 to see how well you can do it. I rolled a 3, Alex. I don't think you quite pull it off because it's, it's a complicated item. I think what you pull out instead is just like a very roughly shaped dildo. The fuck? Aww. I think it's a very rectangular, very sharp. It does vibrate, so you've got that going for you, which is nice. And it's just two pieces. It's in a box, still.
2: Did <laughs> you have to put it together? Yeah. Okay, whatever. But
1: again, we. it's just the two pieces, and they don't fit that good, so it's the risk of internal loss. Uh, Richard? Yes? Your Santa picks up a scent, very strong scent, coming from uh, bedroom four.
0: Then I will follow my nose.
1: This scent, uh, it smells like body odor and old cum. All right, so how you going to open this door there, Santa Bud? You don't have hands.
0: Then I will bite off Duplo Santa's hands and use those with my mouth to open the door.
1: <laughs> All right, roll a d6. Uh, he, if he cries out legoly. Okay. And actually, if
0: he's helping me, don't I get two d6s?
1: Is he helping you? Yeah, if he, yeah, he helps him. you. It's,
0: it's his hands. <laughs>
1: Lego Santa, are you or Duplo Santa? Are you help, are you letting him take your hands? Uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it.
1: Two d six, then, man.
0: All right, I will give him back. <laughs>
1: Don't slobbery. Six and a three. Okay, six. You succeed admirably. So, using your excellent ball handling skills, <laughs> you snatch his hands, <laughs> open the door, and you are greeted. By a heady bouquet of bio and old cum, you like the embrace of an old friend. The floor is littered with piss bottles and old food containers. A young man sleeps in a nest of clothes and blankets, his fedora hanging from a bedpost. Oh. Oh. I, Tony, no. <laughs> <laughs> Lego Santa, I imagine that you see this, since you've a hand. This, yeah. So, much like his younger sister... Anthony's also cradling something precious in his arms as he slumbers. You can't quite see what it is from where you are. (laughs) Uh, From my magic sack, I pull
2: my Lego one-piece telescope, and I just bring it to my shitty, smiling face, and I try to get a good look at what's in his hands.
1: All right, roll a Santa bag roll. I'm going to say that you need to get a four or higher. I got a four. Oh, Nice. Just use, you pull out just what you need. Your shitty Duplo telescope.
2: It's it's fucking square. Like it's it's off.
1: <laughs> it makes it let someone look farther away, but you're you're still doing your best. Yeah, and it's got, got a little grip around it
2: to go around my L-shaped hands. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't fit quite right. You got to try a couple times to get it near your face because your elbows don't bend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, it's a body pillow, and uh, it's all crusty. Oh, Anthony, no. And stained. And it's got a Crudely drawn picture of a cartoon pony on it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man, I
2: got an idea what you're doing. All right. I, I'm actually going gonna, gonna to click-clack my way
1: back downstairs. All right. Let's go to Ryan. Ryan, what's up, buddy? What are you doing?
3: We have the joint room with the suitcase that fell yep. over. We have Tony's room, and then there, I'm assuming there's two other rooms? There's three, other three rooms. three other
1: rooms,
3: here. yeah um, I will pick, and none of the doors have anything on them,
1: no sir, there might be noises or smells, but there's nothing visible that you can use
3: i am I'm, I'm not aware of how good or bad pigeon sm- <laughs> smelling is um they smell terrible. No, nah, my dog has no nose can i use can I use? Uh, my pigeon ability to um, spot any crumbs. Maybe a little girl would leave some crumbs
1: behind. Yeah, why don't you roll for it? That's a four. Uh, You do see crumbs. Uh, They're leading towards the room next to the utility room. Not the utility room, I'm sorry, the rec room.
3: Uh, I would like to go check out that room.
1: So from the outside, you, you hear what sounds like low talking coming from in here, and then the low talking stops, and you hear like, a little bit of fanfare music and then it sounds like a commercial begins. There's a TV going on in here.
3: I guess we'll try to open the door and take a peek at
1: Alright, you open the door and at the last second, you see the door hit a string across the footing of the door and the string is attached to a can full of nails
3: What it's in the th- fuck?
1: It's gonna start to rattle. It's gonna rattle very loud What are you doing?
3: Well, the pi- we pigeons will stop we do not want to have this Home Alone-esque fucking trap uh, trigger.
1: <laughs> so what you notice as you look in, there's an old man sleeping on a bed. Uh, the TV across the room on the bureau is playing conservative news. And there's a few pictures that you can just barely make up by the lid of the TV. It looks like um, it's a man in uniform. And pictures of him with his wife. And then pictures of him without his wife. This is uh, looks like an old man's room. So,
3: obviously we cannot get in, or else we'll... Actually, how far
1: did the door open? I'm going to say like six inches. So, pigeon size? I'm going to say at least one pigeon size, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: I'm going to measure everything in my house from now on with how many pigeons it can get.
1: I'm sure to like, order stuff, <laughs> like, eh, I need some drywall. How many pigeons is that?
0: So what we'll do is, I would like to
3: send a pigeon in for reconnaissance.
1: All right. You deploy your drone pigeon, it flies in, all creepily. You just see, uh, it's it's just an old man kind of quietly grumbling to himself in his sleep and tossing and turning. Um, there's a bunch of pills here. <laughs> a bunch of pills for a bunch of different maladies. It's just uh, an old man who's paranoid. You know the pigeon's got to eat a pill, right? <laughs> <laughs> the pigeon yeah. has to eat a pill. I mean, they're colorful. You don't, they could be candy. You don't know. You're a pigeon. I didn't say you were a smart, sentient pigeon. Oh, neither did
3: I. We're eating, we're eating
1: some of those pills. Oh, God.
2: A blue fucking triangle. I was going to say a blue triangle. Yes. Blue. Oh, I thought it's
3: a diamond. Is it? Is it a blue diamond? Is you it a diamond shape? Yeah. A blue diamond shaped
1: pill. Oh, well, we all know what that is. All right, so. <laughs> you, you take this pill, you choke it down. And in a few short minutes, your vision starts to blur. You feel a strange stir in your cloaca. <laughs> oh. So, your pigeon dick? I don't know how this works biologically, but it's, it's, it's go time for pigeon-o. And all you know is that there's some beautiful pigeons back in your man suit. You need to get in there and do your thing.
3: Oh yeah, he's, he's making his way.
1: Uh, I need you to roll to see how much noise this makes and I, I, I want to somehow impose a disadvantage that's not part of the rules but I think like, pigeon fucking is a noisy affair
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, I'll roll a die here That's a 5, baby
1: Oh man, you get back and you lay some wood <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's, it's pigeon time and you're doing it well Hey bud, what are you doing?
0: Can I smell anything from any of the other rooms?
1: Uh, you smell what smells like wood smoke, or some kind of like burning candle type smell from a room down past the stairs near the balcony. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: where I'm heading because it reminds me of what I smelt in the fireplace. I think exactly. I can I
2: can I say one thing here about everybody's
0: Santa. Yeah. All right,
2: I, I, I need to I need to call a little bit of bullshit. First of all, we got super Scent over here, fucking Airbud. I can smell fire. I'm Yeah, well, you know, okay, that's fair. But then we got we got we got the fucking moist crew of pigeons that can send out drones and that my my off yellow ass has to walk around this fucking house. <laughs> oh, there goes there goes the messenger pigeon. Oh wait, hold on. Click clack, click clack, click clap. Oh, my kid's got a crusty pillow. Click clack,
1: click clack. <laughs> oh.
0: If you're made of Legos, couldn't you just transform into like a hovercraft or?
2: Oh shit, no! You're not I, a I, person, sure I was you're just...
0: made of Legos.
2: Oh shit! I just thought I was just a dude. <laughs> Okay, that's the on me then. That's my fault. That's my bad. I but thought lady I...
1: lady made of red, black, and white, because that's what Santa colors are. Oh I did. <laughs> Don't let your dreams be dreams. You gotta follow your bliss here, you know.
2: I, I, I literally pitched Liam Pitcher just a Lego guy. Yeah, no, the entire time. I just thought I was just I was just this Lego man. That's it. I didn't think I was actually made out of like like I like you didn't tell me I was like twenty five thousand pieces. You're I was in real fitting, so why do you think I punched a hole in the fucking door in the beginning?
1: God damn it. All right. Um, so you find your way to Liza's room, Lisa's room, whatever the fuck I called her, by your, your super scent. The door is unlocked because let's not do that again. The room is covered in punk band posters and it smells a lot like weed. Uh, it's messy. There's a bass guitar just in front of a beat up old mini amp. There's a little boombox on a shelf and it's crowded by old punk cassettes. There's a long rope coiled under the foot of her bed, closest to the balcony, long enough to reach the ground. Eliza herself is sleeping here, tossing, grumbling in her blankets.
0: I'm going to uh, sniff out what's under the bed. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I can sniff. I can send.
1: <laughs> you find an amazing Lego set. Hey,
3: if you want a if you want a drone pigeon to help you out, we will assist you. I don't want your pity,
2: your pity pigeon. Fuck off. <laughs> It's the one that got, like, <laughs> shot by a BB gun but didn't
1: die. It's, just so cool. <laughs> it's an eye. Uh So you smell something that's... The, the strongest smell comes from a notebook under there. It smells like smoke and like Liza. And the notebook is... Can you read as a Santa dog or no?
0: Of course I can read. How do you think I learned all the plays in my basketball game? Okay. <laughs> Christ.
1: Hold on, let me just check the rulebook real quick. And, yeah, it says here dog can read. Oh, well, there we go. This notebook is full of locations, many of which have been uh, have their names crossed off and have dates written next to them. There's three remaining locations that haven't been crossed off, including a local church, a nursing home, and a police station.
0: Maybe those are locations of charities she's
1: working with. So that's your clue for this room. Beyond that, you find the normal teenager shit. You know, bag of weed, uh, nasty old fucking ratty jeans, and unwashed flannel shirts. She's a punk. She's not upset about it. Back to the pigeon. There's one door left. I'm assuming you want to go in there. Yeah, we're going to pigeon our way over there. You hear the sound of the rainforest play quietly from a white noisemaker in the corner of this room. Accompanied by the light squeaking of a fat hamster running in her little wheel. An old woman sleeps in a too small bed, a mountain of stuffed animals pushed to the floor. The walls are decorated like a jungle.
3: I guess we're going to slowly pigeon our way in there.
1: The hamster notices your scent. It's a very strong musky scent of too many pigeons and too small a burlap. And it's going to make as loud a noise as a hamster can make unless you intervene. Do
3: I see any large free blankets? You have a magical sack. I'm trying to think of what pigeons would do to a hamster. Um.
0: (laughs) That's so you got that one pigeon
3: who took the pill. (laughs) Oh no. They're gonna... uh, I would like to actually reach into the cage... Grab the hamster, throw it into the sack. <laughs> oh,
1: God. All right, roll well, your T6, you horror fucking show.
0: <laughs> oh, That's off the table, hold on. Wait, this is supposed to make it quiet? <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> that, that is a four.
1: A <laughs> four. All right, well, it makes a lot of noise as you throw it into the sack. The woman starts to move. She's uh moving very restlessly. She's about to open her eyes. What do you do now?
3: Do I see anything that's I can hide behind in the room?
1: There's a wardrobe you can get inside.
3: We're going inside the wardrobe.
1: (laughs) Roll to make sure you can get your uncoordinated pigeon ass inside that wardrobe before she stirs.
3: (laughs) Another four.
1: Alright, you're in there. She's awake. And she's looking around. She's mumbling. She's swearing about the fucking hamster. And she's leaving the room temporarily. You don't know how long she's going to be gone.
3: Alright, that's my opportunity to pop on out and look for some clues.
1: Next to the the uh, wardrobe is a small chair and a lamp, like a little reading corner set up with a little bookshelf. And scattered all around are dog-eared and well-read books on the care and maintenance of rodents of all shapes and sizes. Hamster to Cappy Barra. So it would go
3: poorly if I eat this hamster. <laughs> yes,
1: and that is a clue for you, the rodent care books.
3: All right.:
1: All right, so how are you getting out of this room with this woman walking out?
3: We are going to we're going to take the hamster out, and we're going to throw the hamster down the hallway <laughs> <laughs> to make it, you know,
1: distraction. You throw the hamster down the hallway, you hear the woman say, "What the fuck?" And she starts chasing the hamster down towards the bathroom.:
3: Exactly. Now I'm going to piece the fuck out.
1: Alright, so you get down the stairs relatively easily. Roll another d6. I want some noise to happen in this house. That you is know? a six, baby. Stop rolling sixes. I need ones. Ones. <laughs> Every third six is a one now. Alright, so Pigeon Man makes it out. Um, Richard, how are you getting out of here? You hear outside of the room, you hear the door open, something little go go you smell a rodent smell and you hear, what the fuck? An oh, no, old woman's voice.
0: <laughs> go after that rodent. <laughs> Dang. I feel like that's what a dog would do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like... Yeah, you smell I it, gotta, too. I'm all instinct. I gotta, I gotta chase after the rodent.
1: Okay, you burst out. There's a woman standing in the hallway. She looks over at you. She's like, What the hell now? Where does dog come from? And she's getting pretty loud. What do you do? I will reach
0: into my magic sack, and I will... Throw pixie dust on her to make her fall asleep.
1: Oh well, that's a magical item, so that means you have to roll a six. Oh, oh shit! All right, you pull out a brick. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna stun her one way. <laughs> oh, you know what? You're you're a fucking you're uh, sports playing dogs. Let's say you pull out a boxing glove. I was gonna say a croquet ball, but all right. <laughs> What do you do?
0: Well, obviously, I jump up and uppercut her, and she's
1: out like a light, snoring loudly. Give me another d6 roll. Three again. You stun her, but she's not going to be asleep for long, so you've just shortened up how much time you have left in this house, unless you do something else to make sure she goes to sleep for a lot longer.
0: Nate, there's only one way I can protect her anonymity. What's that? I need to reach back into my magic sack if I can.
1: You can, but you can't pull out the same thing.
0: Oh, I won't. And this time, it's going to be a pillow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're Santa Claus ever! You're a lovable fucking golden retriever! What's wrong with you?
0: If we get caught, Christmas will be over for the entire world.
1: Alright, well, that's a simple fucking item. Oh, God. You're a monster.
3: Again.
1: <laughs> you damn did, did it. You fall out of a pillow. <laughs> you you're asleep on the ground. And you, I assume you just smother her to death. No, God, no,
0: I was going to put it under her head, get a blanket, and make sure she was comfortable so she'd sleep longer. Gosh. Hey, you're sick. Yeah, she's asleep in the hallway. What are you going to do to get her back into her bed? Pigeon man, can you grab her and kind of float her in? Yes, can you grab her and float her back into her bed? Roll
1: me to d6. I don't know if I want to roll her. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, dog.
3: Um, the pigeon is going to pull out of his magic sack a little dolly thing to, to... Like a gurney? No. I'm not that graceful. I'm a pigeon. Um, hand truck. A little hand truck just to kind of, like, <laughs> prop her
1: up. You know. Alrighty. Rule a three or above. That's a four. Ooh,
3: I like a- this a- dice.
1: You pull out a hand truck. And you, you... Are able to get her on relatively gracefully despite you being 17 pigeons and a dog. You're able to wheel her back into a room and, and set her up. So maybe she'll just think it's a weird, fanciful dream. The hamster's back in his cage, I'll say, so that everything looks copacetic. Oh, this shitty ass Pixar movie. job, <laughs> you fucking monsters. I'm glad you didn't smother the old lady. All right. That's, let's on, go. that's on you, pal. You went dark. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, let's have you guys go back downstairs together. So what are you doing?
2: Well, I was thinking, you know, my kid obviously has problems. I'm going to go check out this study. I want I to in, get into that study room. I want
1: to pick: All right. So you head into the study. Uh, floor-to-ceiling bookcases dominate the east wall. There's a wide cluttered desk with family computers sitting facing the porch. There are two other doors in uh, the north wall. There's also, like, they have a a laptop for every person in the house and, like, a little caddy, like, on one of the doors. Do I see a Tony? You do see a Tony. It doesn't say Tony on it, but you get the idea because it's covered with anime stickers and greasy fingerprints.
2: Yeah. Oh, and I got the perfect fucking shaped hands to pick up that baby and open it.
1: Yeah, you do. You lift it, you open it, and it, of course, is password protected. What do you do? Ooh. I need to hack this. What what are mm. the stickers on it? It's my little pony mostly. There's other anime, there's some of the Rudo stuff, you know, the symbol of the Hidden Leaf Village. There's the Inuyash's Tetsaiga. You know, standard
2: standard nerd fair. I can't I don't know the password. Password protected. And Try I, friendship is magic. Ooh uh, I pull out the laptop and I try friendship is magic. It works
1: perfectly. Holy shit!
2: Teamwork it's what That's, I' have written
1: down a password
2: uh let's see what's in this bad boy's internet
1: history there's it's just all deviant art links to my little pony ludes. this mm. is rule thirty four and like you find a folder of a terabyte of my little pony hentai mm, is that a clue? yes, yes, it is, oh boy, man, it's on my list, and I'm also going
2: to go ahead and take off my head. Put it into said magic sack. Take out another head that has the same eye locations, but a frowny
1: face. I put that on. <laughs> um, I'm not going to make you roll for that. That's fucking great. <laughs> and
2: then I close the laptop and put it back.
1: All right. Um, beyond that, there's, there's the regular family computer. And it's surrounded by like cluttered paperwork. Looks like the guy's a corporate lawyer or something the, the mm-hmm. dad. Any, are there any adjacent rooms? There are two doors to the north. You open one, it's just a closet, uh, the other one is a bathroom. There's a bunch of hot rod magazines, some golf magazines, really high quality toilet paper and a bidet. Nothing else of value.
2: Okay. Still with my frowned face, my head my head turns and then my body turns and then I, I, I make my way out of the out of the study.
1: Airbud and pigeon man, you guys end up back in the great room in the hallway leading to the kitchen or back down to the dining room foyer you see Lego man step out of the the study. There's still the garage. You haven't found the master bedroom yet. There's other rooms. There's a, the kitchen has a hallway that leads from it south. You don't know where that goes.
0: Uh, I will go check out the uh, two tar garage. You know,
1: <laughs> you know, I don't need this. You head towards the garage, which means you have to go through the kitchen. I'll give you the rundown. Just what you see as you walk through it. It's polished and sealed concrete countertops and stainless steel appliances all of which look largely ornamental and seldom used. The fridge is full of catered food, ready to be reheated and served tomorrow. The kids' report cards are tucked on the fridge. Uh, the trash can is full of empty wine bottles, but there's only one dirty wine glass in the sink. Uh,
0: the report cards. I'd like to see what uh, Liza's grades look like.
1: She's doing pretty shitty in almost everything except for signs. She's got like D's and C's, mostly a couple F's. The sure. is doing B plus A minus work. And while you're there, Anthony's doing well in art and in English, but he's failing Jim. And little Julie is just fucking crushing it. She's great. She's the all-star. So the hallway goes south past the kitchen. Um, leads to another hallway. At the top of this hallway is a door you don't know what it leads to. And then there's another door at the very end of the hallway to the south, as well as a door on the western wall. I assume you're all together now.
2: Oh, uh, I was leaving the study.
1: Yeah. You saw your friend walk through the kitchen.
0: Do you want to do something else? Uh, no, I just want to continue on to the, uh, the garage.
1: The garage. So you open the garage. A Land Rover, hers, and a BMW, his, occupy the spacious garage. Around the door are stacks of beer and soda. A workbench full of seldom-used tools takes up the northernmost corner. There is a familiar smell to you. Something burned. I mean, I guess I check out the smell, right? It's coming from the rafters. How are you getting up there, dog?
0: <laughs> I, all right, I will pull out of my magic sack four spring shoes. That's pretty
1: there. complicated. Goddamn
2: Nickelodeon moon boots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to look so bad as a kid.
1: All right, roll me a four or higher. All right, Come on, moon boots. Five. You got it. You got your moon boots. So you are a dog wearing moon boots. You're brawing, brawing, brawing up, and you see, at the height of your, of your zenith of your jump, you see a carefully concealed black trash bag. What's in the bag? You grab it with your mouth, you bring it down, you open it up, and it's full of dark clothes, cans of lighter fluid, and matches. I don't, I think, don't think you need any more her, clues. <laughs> I need to get her handcuffs is what I need to <laughs> <laughs> What are you thinking about... A little Liza. so she's great at
0: science mm. she, um she's into anarchy she looks like she's interested in going to churches and homeless shelters um, those are the only um, ones to work from so the ones, that's where she's heading yeah. um she wants to cleanse the world with fire i believe they're called firebugs it's the term you're looking for it's a firebug
1: Ryan, Pigeon Man, are you with Lego Man? Are you together? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with, with Lego Man, yeah. I'm in the foyer still. Sure, so you go to the foyer. The only room here that hasn't been really explored right next to you is the dining room. Everything else down here in this part of the house has been fairly well explored. Yeah, I'm gonna go back upstairs. A little problem right now before you go upstairs. There's headlights you see go outside the house, and a car slows down and comes to a stop. Looks like a cab. And two, exceedingly Drunk people get out of this cab. Guy and a girl. They are stumbling towards the front of the house. You see the girl say, Hold on. He always keeps a key under here somewhere. Leans down under the mat, pulls a key, enters it, doesn't even notice the broken glass, stumbles into the house. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Uh, I'm going to make my way faster upstairs. All right, roll for it. See how you've coordinated. You can quickly move. Five. Five. You fucking nailed it. You guys are rolling too good. I hate you. I mean that. Alright, so you make it upstairs. Pigeon Man, you're coming down the hall as they're coming in. They um, open the door, and they can't keep their hands off each other. He's pushing her up against the, the door, she's pushing him up almost onto the floor, trying to pull off his coat, kick off his shoes.
3: One of said pigeons is, is really enjoying the show. <laughs>
1: Slow down!
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to attempt to disperse all pigeons as we make... <laughs> a row of
1: of stealth pigeons are just going to try to like walk by alright so I want to paint the picture for you you see these people just getting hot and heavy like over the clothes under the clothes, no clothes, who the fuck knows I'm peeking down from upstairs with the (laughs) smile head back on the the greasy burlap man suit bursts (laughs) a riot of feathers and horny pigeons fly out the greasy man suit collapses to the ground unoccupied. <laughs> the weird title on the wall. And you hear the woman say, not here, not here. My room is upstairs. I want you to roll with d D6. Okay. Oh shit, it's two. Oh! Yeah. You hear the guy go, what, what the fuck? <clears throat> and he looks and he sees the greasy man suit. And he's walking over to it. And he picks it up and he's like, what the fuck is this? And she says, don't you have something more to be worried about right now? And she shows them her tits. And he's like, Yo, I'm really worried about this greasy fucking men's suit. And, oh, it smells like shit. <laughs> you want fucking Oreo crumbs. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? He's like, I, Oh, Oh, gross. What? What is your family into? And she's like, shut up. And he's like, fine. And they drop the suit and they start heading upstairs. Liam, what are you doing?
2: Uh, I, I want to go upstairs. So, I want to look for like, is there like like an attic, like pull downy rope thingy? There is an
1: attic pull downy rope thingy, yeah.
2: there is. Oh, oh, I take four Fago blocks and I put two under each foot to raise my height and I grab the rope and I pull it down so I can go upstairs. Roll for me. Uh, five.
0: All
1: right, no problem. You get up there, you climb the stairs, you pull the stairs up, closed after you, I assume, so as to not disturb the young lovers. And you are in an attic. You you see boxes all around you. Everything's covered in a fine layer of dust. You see like some of the normal house decorations have been brought up to make room for the Christmas decorations that have been brought down. And then in the corner, your eye spies something. It's a single chair sitting under a gently swaying, bare light bulb.
2: I'm looking for a spot for this kid where he normally masturbates, and that's, that's exactly why I looked for the attic. That's literally
1: um, what you find, yeah. What you yeah. find is a bunch of printed-out MLP pictures, various, uh, that's what we call my little pony. And you know, Mm -hmm, baby, I knew what I was like. Is it weird that I knew exactly where I was going to go? You find a Spank station. You find a a half used bottle of Juergens, a bunch of tissues. And like, just an upsetting amount of crispy socks. Mm -hmm. And you hear the sound of like four or five pumps. And are you done? Get the fuck out. What the fuck? And he was like, I'm sorry. I was just drunk. She's like, yeah, that's not how it works. And Wait, are they downstairs? They're heading back downstairs, yep. He's leaving, he's done. He's on his way out, Ryan. He's thinking about grabbing that man suit. What are you gonna do?
3: Um, <clears throat> they came in his car, I'm assuming?
1: They came in a taxi. He came in a drunk woman.
3: Do I need my man suit?
1: <laughs> That's up to you. Are you technically Santa anymore? Ooh! What if the man suit gave you your sentience? Well, we need a distraction. Um, we're just going to make
3: our way over to the suit. We're, all the 17 pigeons are just going to, like, mob this teenager.
1: <laughs> Alright, roll your shit.
3: We're Alright, so we're going to just, like, stroll up. He's going to see us. We're going to attack. We're going to try to silently, as <laughs> <laughs> silent, silent as we can, knock him
1: out. <laughs> Alright, go for it. Roll your beautiful bean footage. That's a three. A three. That's not great, Ryan. No, nope. nope. not great. It's a middling success. You've made things more complicated. All you right. make a lot of fucking pigeon-based noise. You tackle him to the ground. He wants to start screaming, and one of your pigeons, sensing this, jumps into his mouth. Now he's muffled screaming around your dirty feathers.
2: Oh, man, I want that last clue. Uh, I got to get out of the attic, so I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly make my way down and right. uh, backyard. I,
0: I mean, actually want to I want to join him outside. Sure.
1: So you go out the front door, or the garage, or the back porch, or where are you going?
0: I'm going out the doggy door in the garage.
1: So you are out of the doggy door. It makes you think, you haven't seen a dog yet. And then you hear a barking. A high-pitched, stupid barking of a terrier. Yap 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 yap. It's getting loud.
0: I pull a rawhide bone out of my magic
1: sack and throw it. Roll me that thing. That's a three. All right, so you pull out your rawhide bone... You whip it and the dog stops barking and it starts chomping on down, down. Okay, so Richard, you hear <laughs> ill fitting Lego man in the backyard. What are you doing?
0: I'll join him in the backyard.
1: All righty. Scattering of toys poke up from the snow along a shoveled path. The path heads out from the back door and splits. The left branch connects to a small shed, while the right branch leads to a large swing set. Oh, I'm going
2: shed. I knew it. I'm going to that fucking shed.
0: Richard, what are you doing? I will join Liam in the shed.:
1: So the shed is full of lawn tools and Halloween decorations. As you walk in, you realize the one of the floorboards is really, really squeaky.:
0: hmm
2: I take out, I reach into my magic sack and I pull out my crappy plastic
1: crowbar and I, I pry <laughs> up that board. Roll a three or higher. Six. God damn you guys. All right, so it's a ziploc bag under here, and it's full of newspaper clippings.
2: Oh, it's your kid.
0: Yep. <laughs> you just know, you know.
1: Are they arson related? <laughs> you know what? This hiplock bag is full of newspaper clippings concerning a rash of small fires across the town. Uh, there was someone in their local cemetery. Someone burnt down a creche in front of one of the churches. Um, another person started a fire behind a high school in one of the dumpsters. Little things, but they seem to be growing larger and larger and larger. The biggest one was a burnt down abandoned house that actually claimed a life. A homeless man was squatting in there, and he didn't make it out in time.
0: And that's where Pigeon Man got his jacket. <laughs>
1: and his skin suit.
0: <laughs> that's my that fourth your, clue.
1: That's your fourth clue. So you can decide right now, if you want, what to do and what to give this kid. Or you can help the other Santas, and you leave, you stay, whatever you want to do. Do you each have three clues now?
0: I have four I have
1: three I have two You have the chinchilla You have the rope. Oh yep I know your other two clues are Okay What are you doing with this Adult teenage man Well since I did You know Manage to
3: somewhat succeed In subduing Said teenage boy The pigeons You know Reassemble in their Skin suit Santa We're going to Shove said teenage boy Into our magic sack And continue into The goddamn Dining room To find my next
1: clue all right, roll your d6. Baby, that's a four. Ooh, yeah, you get him in there. Um, he's in there. It's making a lot of muffled noises. It might be an issue if you reach into the sack again later on. On your way to the dining room, you see that bougie mudroom furniture I saw earlier. And you notice something on there. There's a really colorful coat. It's got a picture of, like, on the back, like a, an embroidered lion and giraffe and elephant. And all around it, it says, Junior Zookeeper. All right, all right. This formal dining room is decorated very tastefully. Ceramic Christmas trees are placed on a red silk runner down the middle of the table, with a few gold tapered candles in between the trees. Hold place cards at all eight seats. So the other rooms you haven't fucked with. There's two doors next to the two tar garage.
3: Well, I'll I'll you know reconvene with um, Duplo Blocks man, and yep. uh, see if he wants to still continue to look.
2: No, I do. I do. I, I, I'm outside, and I assume there is a back entrance to the garage? There's a side entrance, yep. I'm going to enter said garage.
1: So you guys are in the garage. Yep. You head through the door. There's two doors in this hallway. There's one to your immediate left, and there's one at the end of the hall to the north.
2: going to the end of the hall to the north.
1: You walk in, and this looks like a master bedroom. As you walk in, you see a canopied, king-sized bed sits in the center of the room a mound of pillows forming an uncrossable bridge between both occupants. Family pictures cover the wall around a white vanity, reminders of happier times. The mother's side of the bed has an open bottle of Ambien and a charging phone. The father's side holds a manila envelope addressed to the parents from the school.
2: I would like to very much get
1: that envelope. I'm going to grab it. All right, sneak on over and try not to wake anybody up. Dang. Only a six, please.
2: Uh, That is a five.
1: Damn. Yeah, you get over there, you're able to... It's like underneath a glass of water, you're able to kind of somehow push it off without making a mess of things. So this manila envelope holds a letter from Anthony's school social worker. Oh, yeah! She writes that she's concerned by what she read in Anthony's writing assignment and wants to set up a meeting to discuss. Read it to me. The writing assignment uh, says, uh, it's Anthony, he describes in graphic detail his transformation from boy to pony and his seduction of Shutterfly from My Little Pony. Pigeon Man, what are you doing? Um, (coughs) Pigeon Man is just uh, there for support
3: because I'm pretty sure (coughs) Pigeon Man knows what to get, Julie.
1: Okay, um, if you guys are happy with deciding what you want to give now, you guys found every clue but one. Ryan, you said you don't want it, so... You can you can decide what you want to give at this point.
3: Um, I'll I could go first if you want. Go for it. A pigeons, Santa, however you want to say it. Um, not not being the smartest sentient pigeons, um, is going to get uh, little Julie a baby tiger. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's going to reach out to the Tiger King, good friend of Pigeon Santa, and going to acquire a baby tiger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right so you, you put this mewling tiny tiger in a tiny little cage next to the sleeping girl and feel in your heart of hearts that you did a good job oh we killed it
0: well based off of my clues can
1: <laughs> <laughs> you refresh us what the
0: clues are again oh i'd love to uh Liza is a 13 year old girl who excels in science but not much else she's into punk rock and anarchy She regularly escapes her room with a sack full of kerosene and dark clothing, copious amounts of lighter fluid and other accelerant. I found articles of her past work uh, (laughs) in the local newspaper. I'm thinking what this girl really needs to step up her game uh, is some type of industrial (laughs) flamethrower.
1: All right. So under the tree, Christmas morning, she was going to open up a box with an industrial flamethrower. Do you bounce back out the chimney and go?
0: I take a shit by the front door and eat the dad's slippers and sneak back up the chimney.
1: (laughs) Excellent. Wonderful job. Duplo Santa, what are you doing, bud? Duplo Santa very knowingly knows what
2: this young child needs. Tony, in a velvet box, I give you a bad dragon back end of a horse masturbator Shutterfly colored.
3: That is fucking hilarious, (laughs) Nate. I don't know if you've actually looked at Bad Dragon, but um, yeah, no, I'm familiar with (laughs) their (laughs) work.
1: Oh man, you simply pull this out of your sack and place it next to the baby tiger and the industrial flamethrower. How do you guys leave? How do you take off?
2: Oh, I, I, I walk out the front door.
1: Just fuck it. <laughs> Eric, you're out. Pigeon
2: Man, how are you doing? I don't have a fucking superpower. Fuck you. I walk out the door.
1: I don't even I don't even open
2: it. I just walk through the rest of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, to,
1: Ryan, how you, bud?
3: to keep with the theme of superpowers, uh Pigeon Pigeon Santa is just gonna, you know, fuck the suit at this point. They're just gonna disperse and fly away into the night. and and of course we're leaving the bag and all the shit behind and remember there's a teenager knocked out in that bag next to the (laughs) homeless man's clothes
2: (laughs) covered in bird shit and dirt
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) alright so Christmas morning you have a very hungover mother and a cold father sipping out their coffees in the couch. Grampy is staring off into the middle distance out the back window. Aunt Vivian is just kind of happy to be there, happy to be involved. And then you have Rebecca, who's just as hungover as her mother, texting her beau and seeing if he'll be around later today. Everyone's opened their presents. Everyone's having a pretty solid Christmas. And then it comes to the last three. You see little Julie hoping, beyond hope, to finally have a real-life chinchilla that she can cuddle and call her own.
3: I knew that's what she wanted, but I wanted to drown.
1: So she hears something moving, and she thinks, is this the year? I've been training for this. I went to the zoo camp. I read all the books. I have a hamster, and like chinchillas aren't much harder to care for than a hamster. She cracks open the paper and looks in and screams. (laughs) (laughs) Her terror... I've seen the little orange and black creature turns to sheer unbridled joy. What? You know it. You fucking know it. She pulls out this live-ass baby tiger, most of the shock and horror of her parents, and cuddles it to her chest. And she looks at him and she goes, Santa brought him. Can I keep him? Meanwhile, Anthony, seeing his oddly-shaped, heavy box, he kind of opens it up, looks in, sees what it is, smiles big. His dad said, Oh, what'd you get, son? What did Santa bring you this year? He goes, Oh, uh PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, using the uh distraction of all this excitement and subterfuge, from Anthony, you see little Liza crack open her box. And she sees this industrial flamethrower. And she smiles. In her eyes small flames dance. Finally. I'll show all those old bastards at Shady Acres who the real Fire King is. <laughs> and that's the end of the game.
2: Oh, God.
1: My oh, clues
2: man. made it so easy. I, had
1: it, <laughs> I knew what I was getting him at clue number two. I originally thought you were going to get him a, a My Little Pony, like official Doki like one of the sexy body pillows. Nope. That's, you went fucking well beyond what I thought. So. Nope. Nope, nope. I
2: had crusty My Little Pony body pillow. I had My Little Pony hentai. I had My Little Pony spank station, and I had the Shutterfly creepy fan fuckfic. So <laughs> I knew exactly what I was getting.
1: So yeah. <laughs> when I was coming up with the different stuff, like the the example of kids all had, like, oh, he wants a red bicycle, or he wants like a fire engine. I'm like, that's not how I want to play this game at all. Is there a winner to this? In my heart, you're all winners. Um, Richard came the closest to what I actually had planned.
2: Okay.
3: So,
1: I'm crowning Richard the the true victor, but I think you you all gave memorable gifts that will be used for many, many years.
2: And <laughs> I, mean, I did it as a, a fago man, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I completely didn't realize that I could have been made out of 25,000 pieces. I had the same, like I
3: had at first thought that you were just hobbled together with all the pieces, but then when you were describing your character and moving around, I thought the same exact thing, just a giant version of one of those awful like Roblox like
2: motherfuckers.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I envisioned you as like a transformer.
2: Oh no, I was the entire time in my head,
1: I thought I was just a Lego man. So you guys made that whole game and discovered almost all of your clues but one, and that was a willing choice. Without rolling a single fucking one. Yes, yeah, a first I'm I'm gonna take that win. Like the, I think it's like a sixteen percent chance to roll a one on d six, and you didn't do that at all through all the game. I feel like we really missed <clears> out <throat> on part of the game because of that. Almost, you know.
0: Hey, well, it was, how did they lucky not night. wake up between a barking dog, a pigeon <laughs> it's attack, a, a lot of ones, <laughs> somebody smash, you know, smashing through a door? Yeah, they were all drunk. Come on.
1: So I mean, by the rules, the, the rule says noise. As Santas, you need to be as quiet as possible, otherwise you might wake up the parents and the children. Every time it rolls of one, you make a little more noise. Move the noise level up by one. If the noise level reaches eight, the parents are awake, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It never says anything like if they willingly make noise, that the noise level goes up. I feel like it should have, you know? Because, <clears> like, shattering the window, I marked that down as one for my own personal, like, shit. The woman waking up, Aunt Vivian wake, up, uh, the fucking teenagers fucking and, like, stumbling through the house, like, all of this stuff seems like it should have been added to the tally. Oh, man. So, what do you guys think? About this game?
2: Fun. I just we just rolled really well. I think is the biggest thing. Yeah, um, was hilarious. I didn't. I I totally didn't understand my character. Thought I was a Lego man, which made it more made fun for me. I I had more fun doing that than anything. How about you, Richard? How'd you enjoy it?
0: I I really liked it. I mean, I don't know if I'd want to play it not around Christmas time.
2: Yeah, I know what you're saying. It feels but, like it feels like holiday fiasco.
1: Yeah, that's a good comparison. Uh, but back to but, uh, Santa Butt, not Butt Santa, that's a whole different game we'll play some other day. <laughs> I had fun with the game. You know, it's a lot more work than I wanted for a simple, quick RPG.
0: But I, I, had, I also think you you put probably
1: more into it than most would. That's probably true. Because I, I, I found a house plan, I wrote every single description of all the rooms, pretty intricate detail. The only thing you didn't find was, like, if you went on the family computer, there was links of, like, the father's fucking around with his secretary. And he's got links to, like, divorce lawyers throughout his internet history. And in the utility room, which you didn't go into, there was a coffee can with a fake fake passport for the mother and, like, $20,000 in cash so she could get the fuck out of there. So I kind of wanted to kind of paint the... Family is like a failing bougie new money family. So the tiger fit right in. You guys found everything you did. I'm I I was worried that the action was gonna lag, but knowing you assholes, I should have never even fucking worried about that. I could put you in a blank white room. You'd be like, I'm gonna take a shit and write the Magna Carta on the wall and be like, yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense for you guys. Go ahead. This game was five bucks. This is another one of my five dollar indie gems. I think it's worth five bucks. I had five dollars with the phone.
3: Oh, absolutely. That definitely.
1: Oh yeah probably close to 20 Christmas RPGs over the past week. This was the best that I found, and it seems like it would fit for our group really well. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate that you listened to us just be completely insane for 45 minutes or however long this episode turns out to be. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, come tweet at us at Pot of Blunders. Check out our blog, potofblunders.wordpress.com. And as always, may all your Ds be 12s.